Hello everyone, it's your host Jay here with the Over Manga Cast, that time we woke up in a podcast and had to explain manga, our heated adventures over analyzing manga we find interesting. On this episode, we give another revisit to the infamous Chainsaw Man by Tatsuki Fujimoto. So, give it a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Over Manga Cast. My name is Sam, and uh, as always, here at the top of the show, we talk about our familiarity with the franchise. Although, if you've been following the show at all, you should understand exactly how much Chainsaw Man we have all read. <laughs> uh, I suppose the better question is, uh, since the anime came out between now and the last time we read this uh, particular work, you guys seen the anime? I have. Uh, not all of it, just a couple of episodes, but it's really good. Uh, yeah, I did watch the anime. I'm caught up. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, I don't watch anime. I am a sophisticated person who only reads books. All right. And Jacob? Uh, I did not watch the anime. I was too busy finally watching Judges Part 5. But I did have a little bit of time to read at least the first chapter of, uh, this section so uh well, i certainly I, hope you read more than that for uh, our discussion well, today <laughs> i mean i mean before i mean before ah, we get to get to put it on the list i did that thing where uh i try to keep up with something and then i i fail to and it gets far ahead of me i have a rotating list and we read an arc of a manga every week so uh it's easy to get I lost try, in the sauce. I try to make it it one chapter of the next thing up per day that does not actually work out very often. I do the reading and also keep up to date on Chainsaw Man, so there's just me. <laughs> hey, I'm up to date on I'm up to date on Kaiju number eight, so Well canonically I've never read that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's that's uh non canon to the show. But anyway, uh starting off, we are uh now in part two of Chainsaw Man. Uh, after the bombastic ending to part one in the defeat of Makima, the control devil, we start off uh, not with Denji, but in a school where a class is getting a class pet, Bucky the chicken devil. He's very excited to meet them all. A headless rotisserie chicken with no feathers and a bow tie. <laughs> Does he have no feathers? I thought he did have some plumage there a little bit feathers. on his wings. Oh he has yeah, feathers it's just on, on his, his wings. wings. Yeah. So, so I I only know this because I looked way too into Bucky to make a uh, plush Bucky to bring to Otaka. <laughs> he, he is a chicken with the head cut off, but yes. the top part of the neck is like a rotisserie chicken. It's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, clearly not many people have uh, a particular phobia of chickens because uh, Bucky does not seem very powerful or violent. Uh, he just speaks in chicken puns. Devils are inherently violent, as we know. He's just kind of weird, but all right. And the class will raise him for three months, and then they will kill and eat him. The cluck. <laughs> Bucky is very unhappy about. Aww. And I know what you're thinking. Obviously, this chicken is now our main character. But no, our actual uh, main character is uh, a misanthropic uh, student, uh, one uh, Asamitaka, who is uh, antisocial, uh, hates pe hates people, uh, parents killed by a devil. You know how it goes. 
Sounds like uh, sounds like my backstory. I mean, Asa's just an average kid that no one understands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the class president uh, tries to get her to come out of her shell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tries to be friendly with her, you know, hang out with her during lunch when she's usually uh, alone on the roof, you know, being a weirdo. Being that character in a manga. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it's only acceptable when you're one of nine out of a harem of girls. <laughs> uh, we have a brief montage of uh, Bucky endearing himself to the class and everyone uh, coming to love him. And it is determined by the entire class. Uh, Except for Asa, who does not like, who is uh, very willing to kill Bucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asa abstains from the vote, but the rest of the class uh, decides that they don't want to kill Bucky. <laughs> they don't want to destroy him. And uh, he is pardoned and allowed to live on as a member of the class. Uh, how heartwarming. How how delightful. <laughs> Surely nothing will go wrong. The teacher is crying because uh, the lesson uh, went better than he could have expected. Uh, these kids truly learned to appreciate life, even the life of a devil. Now, come on, kids, let's go to recess. It's a uh, it's a Fujimoto manga, so you know something bad is about to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I knew something bad was about to happen. I didn't expect it to be quite so immediate because it is like the next page. Uh, the kids are all playing outside. Asa's being antisocial in a corner. Uh, the class president tries to. Uh, get her to come over uh bucky also tries by leaping into her arms like come on come out of your shell and play soccer and she's like uh bucky even calls her by name and she's like wow something someone actually knew my name even this little devil okay maybe i maybe i can make friends maybe my jealousy of other people's social abilities is silly and she trips and falls and lands on bucky and he fucking dies as graphically oh. as you would expect from chainsaw man it takes three full pages for her to get up from the ground to reveal that like it's not like he just got crushed and died he split open his guts are all over her she is looking down in horror everyone is looking at her and kind of amazed the way he kind of split open like that i mean i'm just thinking about the force all she did was trip and her entire body weight fell on him yeah but i don't think she's that heavy i, I don't know it just seemed a little too and the fact that he didn't splat it's, i don't know it's very looney tunes honestly <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm overthinking this but it's just like i it just didn't make sense it looks like he was like on an operating table laid apart or, or something and i'm just like how he he is oh. a devil as we know canonically they are nothing but viscera this is true <laughs> but uh the rest of the class is bawling their eyes out asa vomits and passes out i mean it is very traumatic i mean they had bonded with this chicken he was a part of the family and she killed him mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a full three months of him being a loving member of the family and finally getting accepted there's a full movie arc that's then immediately crushed by someone tripping at the wrong thing and accidentally crushing their pet yeah and and specifically it's the antisocial one who didn't bond with him as soon as she's like you know what i'm gonna give this an earnest try 
splat. It is honestly comical. It's one of those ones that, like, it's so absurd it can't be real. And yet here we are. Asa is regretting existence. Uh, Mood. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, curled up on her bed at home. Uh, there's a ring at the door. She goes to check. It's uh, the teacher and the class president. Uh, it's like, we're going to go visit Bucky's grade. Uh, grave. I'm sure he'll forgive us up in heaven. Uh, <clears throat> in hell, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, she says heaven. So she's under this weird assumption that Bucky went to heaven despite the fact objectively they know that's not true and he is a being that is fueled by human fear actually that does pose a question we know about the devil reincarnation cycle of bopping between uh hell and the human world whenever they die but does the Uh, average public know that would that be taught to high schoolers um i think it must because oh you know what I'm not sure how much information uh, the character who gets powers later on. She she mentions mm-hmm. the whole fear gives devils power. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, at the beginning, they're like, people aren't afraid of chickens, so this devil's probably not that strong. So they must know fear of something is proportional they, to how strong the devil is. Yeah, they know, they know fear fuels a devil's power, but, like, this is even almost something that you could argue even with what we, the audience, know. It's like, it's like, because, you know the personality and identity of the devil when they die and go to the other side that like they, they come back as a new form. They, they come back, Mm -hmm. you know, with a new mind. So it's like, you know, is Bucky's soul like, you know, like, like preserved Bucky. Does that, does that go to heaven? Which like, no, it's, it's, it's a Fujimoto manga. No, of course it doesn't. But like, (laughs) that can be like the, the rationale a a grieving person might go through. Uh, We're going to learn that there's a lot less grief involved in this uh, whole situation than uh, you might expect. Man, that's very Fujimoto is hell is definitely a real place that exists and you can go there. Heaven doesn't, but uh, the best you could hope for is that the lights just shut off when you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grim. They're going to visit Bucky's grave at night. The class president and the teacher jaywalk. Uh, Asa doesn't, uh, leaving them across the street from each other, which is important for Asa because uh, the class president <laughs> uh, warps into a hideous flesh monster talking about how she's this annoying goody two shoes suck up rule following oh at woe is me did you know that the that the teacher apologized to the class on your behalf did you know that he loves you he was the one who told me to befriend you even though he's been fucking me and i'm just like whoa so that's another thing um that sam is I don't know how to I tried to explain this a couple years ago to Matt Um, in Japan it's definitely changed but teacher student relationships are viewed a little differently it's it's still inappropriate but it's viewed as he's an older guy he could take care of her and so it's still creepy and weird but that's how it was kind of sort of explained to me like in the Japanese culture it's still taboo but 
it's because of the social dynamic of how male-female relationships work in a traditional Japanese relationship. So it's still weird, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get across is it is a trope of high school girl dating teacher. I get that. It's still clashed with my personal sensibilities, but... Graham, <laughs> you could be a teacher in Japan. I, the way it's revealed is also very dramatic. Yes. Uh-huh, because her back is splitting open into this warped, like, muscle mass, looking like uh, muscular straight out of Hiroaka, as she becomes this giant arm thing with many faces. I made a contract with the Justice Devil to find out how to reach my happy ending with Mr. Tanaka. I need to kill you! Seems reasonable. We're going to find that the uh, the Justice Devil has an interesting uh, view on the uh, concept of justice. To the shock of no yeah. one, it's a devil. <laughs> it's also when we get revealed that the Justice Devil was the one who planned out tripping her so that she fell and crushed Bucky. This is like 5D chess to get her into this situation. <laughs> yeah. because, what someone, because the joke is someone's justice is different than someone else's justice is different from someone else's justice. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that's a joke. I'd say that's a hundred percent justice devil's whole thing is it's why would someone be afraid of justice? It's like, Oh, you're afraid if justice is misappropriated or tilted to be against you or to like is used to justify horrible things. That's that. Yeah, that's what the fear of justice is. So it's not like the uh, the justice devil actually represents justice. It represents people misappropriating justice. It's like you could think like, oh, the chicken devil. People aren't afraid of like chickens attacking them. Kind of, they're afraid of like getting sick from like ill properly prepared chicken. Maybe so. Maybe it's like a disease carrier or something. I don't know. Bucky's just I mean, cute and adorable and running around. <laughs> <laughs> Like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> or it could even be that Bucky has his head cut off. That it could be some sort of weird, like, fear of the meat processing industry. I don't know. Anyway, Asa fucking dies. Head cut mm-hmm. open. Yep. Split like a walnut. Yeah. <laughs> There's this great page of the, like, slow motion, you know, the claws coming in, tearing her face open, her face splitting and falling apart, and her internal monologue of being like, Oh. I'm really dying right now. (laughs) I wasn't responsible for Bucky dying. The class president was just as much of a jealous weirdo as I was. This has to be what everybody's like. I'm not, I wasn't alone in this pain, despite how I felt. Maybe I should have lived my life a little more selfishly. actually tried to enjoy it. Just this last second instant of, of, yeah, of ha. And her (laughs) removed from its socket but still like attached to the retinal nerve eyeball looks up and sees a little owl thing <laughs> on a on the cross murder furby going like hey you <laughs> want to make a deal <laughs> murder furby that's definitely a devil the furby devil it's very <laughs> madoka magica <laughs> contract with me uh, except this is actually good uh, i said it <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, send your complaints to overmonkcast at gmail.com <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, with that uh, Asa gets up from dying she got mm-hmm. better proceeds to rip the teacher's head off drawing out the spinal cord turning it into a sword 
Oh, I'm sorry. This is the most Atsuki Fujimoto thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with her new badass scars, turns to the class president her and new, says... Her new badass scars that uh, makes me think that she's going to uh, become the surrogate father of an Ainu girl. <laughs> it does look like uh, Sugimoto. And hey, she's immortal too, because she just got up from mm. dying. Yeah, yeah, devil powers. But she turns to... Uh, the class president and says, I'm the war devil. Die for my warm-up kill. Yes. <laughs> this is so cool. She cuts off the class president's hand, grabs the hand, takes possession of it, and is like, well, I'm turning this into a weapon. Have a hand grenade. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cuts her down with the Tanaka head so uh, spinal cord sword. His head is still there, so... <laughs> She puts their lips together so they kiss. There's your happy ending. Throws the grenade and in a battle straight out of Goodbye Airy walks away from the viscera and head lead an explosion. Like, holy shit. This is literally the explosion from Goodbye Airy. It is. It's even the same position of the of the uh subject character. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. But uh with that. Uh, thrilling battle uh, over uh, the war devil uh, reclines in the bloody meat of her kill and says just you wait chainsaw man I'll make you vomit up nuclear weapons oh, and uh, that was uh, I think the day this came out Matt sent that in the discord yep <laughs> I, I want you to fully understand I hadn't had chainsaw man for six months <laughs> I'm just like this is what I got. Was this explosion? I got Bucky the Chicken Devil. I got <laughs> this girl upset that the teacher she's boning really wants to bone her nerd friend. I got <laughs> making a contract with the War Devil <laughs> to come yep. back to life with the power to turn anything into a weapon. All with the motivation of that devil to be, I want to beat the shit out of Genji to punch nuclear weapons out of his stomach so they can exist again. I'm like, gross! <laughs> this is what I'm here for! Ah, uh, peak chainsaw man, honestly. It really is. <laughs> like, the what I think is so good about this is you have this entire first chapter... Genji is not in here a single bit, and you, you do not miss him. It feels like Chainsaw Man without him. And like, yeah, it's so good. I think that very specifically owes to Fujimoto's style in particular, because he has a very particular style, and the fact that this is a supernatural world that has devils in it is all you need. Like, I think if someone else tried to mimic this, it wouldn't work. I, I really think that that says, because it's like, not to say that the world of Chainsaw Man isn't like unique and interesting in its own right, but the thing that makes this so recognizably Chainsaw Man is that Fujimoto touch of like, because like one of the big things is like, there's that whole bit about like the fact that uh, Asa wasn't technically responsible for what happened to Bucky. And it's like, that's in a way comforting, but it doesn't really change the fact that Bucky's dead, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, it, it, it's not an easy answer to, you know, like the situation, like it doesn't present it like it makes it okay. It's just more context that makes an already unhappy and complicated situation 
slightly more palatable. Like, slightly more palatable, but also more complicated anyway. Not better. Yeah, because, like, Asa doesn't get any relief from that, really. It's mm -hmm. the difference between I'm the one responsible for this and it's being blamed on me from her point of view are functionally the same thing. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, she has that instant of, oh, I didn't do it, but that just morphs into more regret as she's dying. Well, because her whole thing is she, she didn't care about the moral consequences of this. She cared about the social consequences mm -hmm. and whether or not it's her fault <clears throat> or if she's just the one who did it. Unfortunately, no matter what happens, you are the your body is the thing that crushed Bucky. She stole the scapegoat. You can't get out of people's perception, which is what she cares about. Mm -hmm. At best, it makes you a victim, which is not necessarily better. No, and it's I, I love Asa because she's got that whole Kobeni vibe of like, in another series, you might just be like, oh, poor Asa, everything's going wrong for her. But like, even in this first chapter, you get the vibe of like, you know, <laughs> things are going bad for her, but like, do, does she kind of deserve some of this? <laughs> <laughs> Is she bringing this upon herself a little bit? There, there are circumstances outside of her control, but like... Mm -hmm. It's about her mentality, which, again, I think is the thing that Fujimoto does so well. But the thing is, she's also, she's become aware of her mentality. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that, in a lot of ways, is kind of what allows her to hit main character status. The first you know, thing to conquer a problem is to first admit that you have one. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but then uh, the next chapter starts and... Uh... And it reveals uh, my, f it immediately introduces my new favorite character dynamic in this manga. Asa <laughs> yeah. and the war devil now inhabit the same body. Oh, boy. <laughs> They're bestie, bestie friends. <laughs> Was all of that a dream? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, war devil. Uh, she'll be. And she'll end up being called Yoru later, so I'm just going to skip to that. Uh, but Yoru uh, looks exactly like Asa, but has the scars from the wound that killed her. So she's the one who's going to uh, be a surrogate father to an Ainu girl. <laughs> yeah, yes, she will find the hidden gold. <laughs> <laughs> that hidden gold is nuclear weapons. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's uranium. <laughs> you know what? I could buy that happening in Sukimoto. <laughs> uh, happening in, in uh, Golden Kamui. Golden Kamui. Almost said Sakamoto days. <laughs> I believe I that too. I also see and that it, happening in Sakamoto days. Fort yeah. Knox is full of uranium. Too bad I can make nuclear we weapons out of cashier checks. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yoru exists as a hallucination, uh, right up until she takes control, at which point, interestingly, Asa's body actually gets the scars, and then Asa's the hallucination. Well, because, um, how Yoru explains it is Asa is basically brain dead on mm -hmm. the entire right half of her brain, I think. They specifically mention which side is which, but, but I, I forget. But, um, and she's just like, so I've filled up half of it. I've kept, like, all of, like, your your social memories and stuff on your part. Um, I don't know how human society works. 
works. So I need you to like make them sure I'm not the war devil immediately. And I'm just like, yeah, no, cool. And if you don't do what I want, then I'll just take over the rest of your brain entirely and you'll be as good as dead. At which point Asa, and this conversation actually happens multiple times, at which point Asa responds to that, I'm a Tatsuki Fujimoto protagonist. You think that's a threat? Ha! <laughs> uh, once again, mood. I like and, uh, well, how their, um, their teacher and class president were found murdered in an alleyway. And the entire class just goes to school the next day and no one seems to be faced by that. And I'm like, man, this world's not doing great. Well, they they address that, like with the whole guy who's trying to draw attention to, like, I've I've drawn a crowd of like, however many people. It's 20 just people like, from among these 20 people. Only five of them will live to old age. Yeah, no, I, I do think that this section does a really good job of doing something that Part one of Chainsaw Man wasn't particularly interested in and therefore didn't really uh, do a lot of <laughs> do a lot of, which is establish the state of the world. Because like there, there's the stuff about how terrified everyone is of the gun devil was a pretty like but like that was a through line connected to the characters pretty directly. This section does a really good job of making you feel what it's like to live in a world where devils are just a known thing that everybody is aware of. Mm-hmm. And like that's not criminals, very, that's very and like criminals will just make contracts with them and suddenly have powers and like corruption's so easy because magic will just let you have it. Yeah, it's so rare that you see uh, a situation with like this sort of like magic layer to the world being just out in the open and common public knowledge, and how shitty that is for everyone who lives in this world. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, there's a there's a huge pile of flesh there. Obviously, it was a devil attack. Life has to go um, on. Which, which, funnily enough, is objectively true. And like, you get like the whole thing of like how this city is the most corrupt, and like the something ridiculous, like nine out of ten of the buildings in this city are built illegally. So like. You see the scenery, and it's it's like high rises, but then they've got like slums built into the high rises that connect weirdly, and like the they're just these mm-hmm. entire buildings on top of like office buildings. They're just stacked, and it's just like how can a city work like this? And it's just like oh, people are just allowed to do whatever. Yeah, I I actually really like that because it it went a long way to explaining the kind of uh insane like fourth dimensional architecture that we see sometimes like uh settings not really making a ton of sense if you think about them too much that we saw in uh part one and continue to happen throughout uh part two but uh further uh further proving why i love the asa your dynamics so much uh while they're having their internal argument about uh going into the school so you're telling me you'd literally rather die than go back in there yes <laughs> uh a uh another random student uh uh goes up and asks if she's okay do you need any help getting to the nurse's office uh no i no no problems here please leave me alone stop talking to me hey ask him if he knows chainsaw man's secret identity will you shut up <laughs> uh it's always fun the the conversation with with the phantom and people reacting to Mm -hmm. it and uh 
War Devil immediately takes over her body and it's like, oh yes, I need to uh, not reveal myself as the War Devil. I'm trying to go incognito here. The second another student is having a social interaction with Asa, takes over body. Hey boy, do you know anything about Chainsaw Man at this school? Uh, I don't know anything specific, but allow me to give you some exposition. <laughs> I also love how he just casually kind of like notes to himself you just gained a bunch of scars on your face like yes it's like what happened to your face did um did any of you guys recognize him i thought i did i actually didn't so i didn't he, either he's he's the hunter that uh, you guys didn't remember him in the arc with all the assassins either he's the guy who kills one of the three brothers in the alleyway then comes in looks at the third one and doesn't see him. What? Oh, yeah. Oh. I never would have caught that if you hadn't mentioned it. Yeah. Like, the guy himself says uh, later on that he was a part of the uh, assassin Assassins. arc. And he was part of the team de uh, designated to protect Denji. But uh, I, even then, I did not recognize who he was. But apparently he's a pretty boy. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty boy with some with some wacky powers. Some cute piercings too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is, which is why uh, Yarrow immediately has uh, has an idea. Shall I make you my boyfriend, Asa, in the spirit realm, freaking out? <laughs> <laughs> I love the reaction panel because that's a total normal phrase that humans use. <laughs> She tries for, like, an alluring pose. <laughs> Actually doesn't do half bad, but all the same, he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Walks away. I just like the insert shot of Porasa. <laughs> I mean, I'm, if I'm... it had worked, I'd be like, well, then, she just showed us all something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the edits that people have done uh, have done of this particular page. Hey, how big's that deck? Small, leave me alone. <laughs> Back in the actual content, Asa is uh, uh, berating uh, Yoru like, why did you do that? Why did you ask him out? Because if I if something is mine, I can turn it into a weapon. If he agreed to that and fell for me, that would make him mine and I could turn him into a weapon. I need to have as many weapons as possible to go to war against Chainsaw Man. Very long. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm starting to realize the depths of the situation that I'm in right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the exposition given was that uh, apparently rumor has it that uh, uh, Chainsaw Man is in disguise at that school and part of the Devil Hunter Club. At least that's what uh, that's what the actually. Uh, Given the fact that it is Pretty Boy that says that and what we learn of his motivations later, he absolutely made up that lie to throw off this weird girl asking him about Chainsaw Man. Yeah, that does actually make sense. Because to skip ahead a little bit, we learn that his motivation is to make sure that nobody finds out the connection between Chainsaw Man and Denji. So he must have known Denji uh, wasn't in the Devil Hunter Club and was like, oh yeah, check out the Devil Hunter Club. That'll probably get you killed and therefore stop <laughs> it and stop poking your nose into this. Even sicker burn. Asa, under duress, not really wanting to do it, uh, joins the uh, Devil Hunters school club because that's just a thing they have. Well, I mean, they're trying to get initiated because in order to be into the club, you actually have to kill a devil. Which, again, it, it, 
it's what we were talking about earlier about the state of this world. That's f***ed <laughs> up, right? <laughs> Teams of I mean, high schoolers patrolling for devils? Yeah. about it. You have, like, sports. You have kendo, which is actually a martial art. I mean, do you? That's true. What if, what, what if Chainsaw Man ate the kendo devil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, it's like, also, I love how uh, Asa didn't need to do this tryout. She killed a devil just the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In front of many witnesses. <laughs> oh, you're right. I thought you were. That's true. She did. <laughs> she, yeah. Bucky's dead. Just throw his corpse on. <laughs> That's a dead devil right there. Oh my god, I thought you were referring to the fight at the end of the chapter. You're right. Yeah. That technically counts. Yes, but I doubt you could just fall and flop on other devils and just kill them, so I don't think they would count that. I feel like the... <laughs> Technicalities. They, they counted power killing the sea cucumber devil so yeah. <laughs> I, I feel i feel like the devil hunter uh like societies and organizations would uh take that w we have such a high turnover rate from people dying in this line of work that we will take anybody do you have a pulse you're on the team uh but unfortunately for poor us uh, in joining uh one of the uh, junior devil hunter patrol squads. She's teamed up with uh, another girl from her class and oh boy, it's pretty boy again. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> never mind. This comes a little later. Uh, the team, uh, or pretty boy uh, says that his name is Yoshida and uh, the group are introducing themselves. Uh, the other girl is uh, Yuko. Uh, Asa <laughs> very shyly gives her name. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Chainsaw Man. Are you a fan, Asa? Yeah, I like him about as much as anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bail. Please, somebody get me out of here. Bail she does. Uh, unfortunately, when she goes to get her shoes, uh, raw chicken cutlets have been thrown into her locker, which is, uh, hmm. That's a choice. And... Yes, and overture to her heinous crime of killing their class pet because she's a monster, apparently. Objectively, she is a monster. Yes, but they don't know <laughs> that at this point. That's not the point. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. So uh, Asa decides that she's just going to uh, walk home barefoot. Yuko, the girl from the Devil Hunter group, decides that this is BS and goes to give her her shoes. And it's like, I ran all the way, I took my shoes off and ran after you, uh, which really hurt my feet. So you've got to be uh, having a real rough time of it right now. Here, take one of my shoes. Here, take my shoes. When, uh, when Asa refuses, that's when she's like, fine, then just take one. That way, uh, only one of each of our feet will be hurting. Pain is hat. And uh, there's, a, there's a whole uh, Looney Tunes chase of uh, Asa trying to return the shoe. Yeah. Which ends up leading all the way back to uh, uh, Yuko's place, which is uh, like most places in the in this city, uh, grimy and run down. But it's like, ha, we've made it all the way to we've made it all the way to my house. So I don't need my uh, shoes anymore. So here, have the other one. I seriously my girl lives in a garden shed. Yeah. yeah, that was the first thing I noticed. It's like, seriously, I don't. I don't want your damn shoes. Well, fine, then sell them or throw them away if you can't sell them. I don't want them. 
They are yours. <laughs> Who in this entire city would even deem to buy sweaty tennis shoes off a high school girl? Nope, nope. Midway through the yep. sentence, I realized yep. I was wrong. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, fact that you're right is what makes it worse. But as Asa is walking home, uh, we see a little dawning realization on her face of, huh, the milk of human kindness. At which point, Yoru appears, so shall we go sell those? What are you, an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Their dynamic is great. I love them so much. <laughs> the hunt for Chainsaw Man continues with our junior devil hunters. Asa and Yugo decide to go patrol the town after school. Uh, because that way we can definitely find a devil and also avoid those bullies. Uh, yeah, sure, okay, awesome! Hirofume has also decided he's not going to be part of this group any further. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how much older is this is this guy? Like, we already in know he's school. super tall. Is he in high school, or is he, yes. like, in his, like, 20s? Nope, he's a high school. Do we know what, do we know what the time skip is? Uh... Like maybe a year, six months. I think it. It's not long. It's not long because Denji is still in school. Yep, and all. Um, uh, Kishibe says he's like a high schooler when he's introduced to the team. Ah, Hirafu. I will forgive you for not remembering Hirafumi. He was introduced with literally twelve other characters, <laughs> and then he is barely a part of the arc. He shows up. He shows up to eliminate another bit character. Yes. yes. He, he, he made a contract with the octopus devil, if that helps you at all. It does, actually. That explains the tentacle from uh, later on. I don't need tentacles <laughs> explained to me. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, uh, the two girls are bonding during their devil patrol. Asa and the war devil have a bit of a hard heart to heart. Uh, which is uh, which goes about as well as you would expect, though this is where we get the name uh, Yoru. Yeah, uh, Yoru uh, tries to convince her to uh, kill Yuko. Why would I do that? Because you'll feel really guilty about it, which will make her a great weapon. You make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, Yoru, this, uh, this relationship between the two of us seems really one-sided. Yes, because other, <laughs> otherwise you will die. I can just kill you. Also, I, I don't think you fully understand. This relationship is incredibly one-sided. Some could say completely one-sided because you're currently still alive and I've got nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, Asa doesn't uh, kill uh, Yuko quite yet. Uh, much to yours continued uh, annoyance. They go on their patrol. We have the the eh, random. It, uh, eh, if you wait longer, you'll get closer to her. It'll make you more guilty, and she'll make a better weapon later. I guess. <laughs> it's at this point where we get to the the street protester that uh, Jake mentioned earlier. Uh, who goes on this tirade about how I've got 20 people here listening to me. Five of you will die of old age. Five more will die of illness. One in a traffic accident. One from homicide. And the rest of you? Devils. That's seven to 20. All, all of you portraying him as like some crazy street preacher, but... No, he's being really like trying to like advocate for like, hey, this is our reality, people. Wake up. He, he is completely just saying like, Hey, 
No, celebrities do not matter when we have a predatory species eating human beings every single day. Yes. Well, yeah, it's it's framed like he's that crazy doomsday crier when he's actually just right because of the absurd situation that the world is in. Mm -hmm. Like that juxtaposition is very intentional because the only way you can describe him, if this was if this is the least bit a realistic world that didn't have magic in it, he would be the whack job with the end is nigh what? sign. Mm -hmm. But no, he's he he's just someone who is pointing out what's wrong with their world which is uh immediately highlighted as the girls continue their patrol right into an attack by the bat devil i guess he's back the bat devil never was killed or is this the separate bat devil that's a new one yeah uh i well, think which means oh, he, he must came really back yeah, he, he must really suck because he got killed by Denji and then died in hell and came back again within like a half a year. <laughs> that sucks. Dude's KD ratio is absolutely <laughs> abysmal. It's like me. <laughs> oh, God. Jake, it'll get better. <laughs> I, ju I just need to make people fear me more. Exactly. Yeah. They are uh, face first on this devil attack and you're just like, okay, bad news and more bad news. First off, we can't beat that devil in our current state. And also, I just figured out that when your brain is paralyzed with fear, I can't take over your body. So you're going to listen to what I'm saying, slowly and quietly back away while it's uh, distracting even those other people. And uh, why are you running, you idiot? <laughs> because I scared. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, understandable. Can't say a blamer. But... Oh. Uh, as should be expected, uh, this is uh, not going. The running isn't going terribly well because the Bat Devil is huge and is covering tremendous amounts of distance with every weird crawling movement it's got. It's very ugly. Like it is significantly uglier than last time. Somehow, <laughs> well, it's not in love with the Leech Devil. It's lost that. It doesn't need to look pretty anymore. <laughs> oh gosh, that weird love dynamic that was going on. I'm just like, excuse me? Uh, she and Yuko get knocked down by another attack from the devil. Uh, Yuko's leg is pierced by a bit of rebar, so she can't run anymore. She's also very much knocked unconscious. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, here's your perfect opportunity. Everyone's distracted by the bat devil. Kill her, make her into a weapon. You can win. I know you're not sorry about killing Bucky. You're sorry that you were seen. Now look, no one's around. Just kill her. And of course you're picking her up and running. God damn it. Why are you As so human? And like... <laughs> <laughs> really like Yoru in like the background of the panels. Look at all frustrated like, you fool! Well, like, they already said they don't understand humans. <laughs> we have yeah. the funniest flashback I've ever read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Asa. She is running for her life, carrying Yuko, and trips on a bit of, uh, on a bit of tile. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. I always trip and fall at the most crucial moments. Like that time I knocked over mom's birthday cake, I face planted in a relay race. Uh, and then the uh, backstory, the proper backstory flashback. Tried to save a cat during a devil attack, tripped and fell, which forced her mom to have to stay behind to pick her up and send her forward. And her mom was hit by a car being thrown around in the devil attack. Which I, I want you to know 
is the exact same way that Superman's dad died in Superman Returns. <laughs> Reason why, like, it's such a trope of, like, whenever, like, vehicles are being thrown around, someone's gonna get hit and die. Reveal you have superpowers, just let me die. <laughs> why? <laughs> but, uh, she did succeed in saving the cat. Yep, she saved the cat. Big mistake. Which, in hindsight, probably not worth it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, but it's something. Cat looks on her, at looks at her judgmentally whenever she's having her shout outs with, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "What the hell is wrong with this crazy girl?" <laughs> well, no, because you you've got the old lady who who's just watching her and is just going, "Oh, you, hey, I know things are bad, but." It, at least you saved that cat. And then she remembers her mom helping her with her homework and just bursts into tears going like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> poor kid. I didn't know. Grandma just said, oh, you saved a kitty. That's nice. Well, she's trying to make her feel better. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have my mom. <laughs> I'm just really bad at everything. And I deserve all the bad things that happen to me. I'm like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. She's aware. She is aware. <laughs> We get one more flashback to uh, the shoe scene the other day where she's like, look, I know you think you're here to, like, save me, but I would really rather be bullied than pitied. Thanks. Eh, I don't care how you feel. I'm trying to do the right thing, even if it's a mistake. Trying to do the right thing. That's uh, that's the important part, right? And then sure. These, these, these two idiots bond over the fact they both have the same morality where good deeds only matter as long as their, like, heart is in the right place when they do them, not the actual consequences of their actions. And I'm like, stop giving Asa an out! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Asa gets up and continues running as the flashback has given her a, a burst of... Uh... A burst of staggering forward slowly. <laughs> yes. And uh, the bad devil's closing in, just about to chomp down on them. And actually does chomp down on them. And then immediately pukes them up again as it is hit full on by I <laughs> another devil being thrown into it at high velocity by the Chainsaw Man! Title drop. <laughs> I I've got a theory in two parts here. Uh -huh. One, I'm... I'm pretty sure the cockroach devil that Denji is fighting right now is the same devil from the end of part one, where it's just like, oh, there's a devil attacking, and Denji's doing his, like, Spider-Man pose of taking off his outfit to pull his ripcord. So I, I think this scene is happening just at the end of part one, and that's where the stories are reconnecting. And two, I think because Chainsaw Man only helps girls, he purposely hit the cockroach devil into this bat devil to save those girls. That seems like something Denji would do. That seems like something Denji would do. Denji's super Denji. Yeah. I, I love how it's the cockroach. Because, like, it's not immediately revealed that it's the cockroach devil. But it is this, like, hulking, bony, skull-faced, multi-armed, like, terrifying mass. And you're like, what the fuck could this possibly be? And it's later revealed. That's the cockroach devil. <laughs> It yeah, makes it almost more, like, reasonable to say, to give it a, t a name, because I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the girls are saved, and the battle continues. 
as we are suddenly catapulted back into part one of Denji chainsaws refing, throwing himself face first into the just like guts of his enemies. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. It gets interrupted in the middle by the cockroach devil holding up, because this thing is like multiple stories tall, takes a break in the middle of the fight, holding like, chainsaw, you are part human. Why do you side with them, though? You could be full demon and do whatever you want. But no, if you're going to play superhero, I have a trolley problem for you. In this hand, a young boy with a life ahead of them. In this hand, a car full of five old people. Which will you save? <laughs> he drops them. It, it's the classic sadistic choice. And Denji makes the Denji choice of, well, I could waste time saving individuals or I could stop the main threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date either of these, th- of these people, so I don't care. I would yeah, date I, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how, I just love how, like, one punch man this fight is because there is a panel there is a set of pages where uh the cockroach devil grabs denji throws him into a building leaps into it and does like a huge hammer fist blow that blasts apart like several stories of this skyscraper see but sam there's a big difference saitama's in it for being a hero and doing the right thing denji's just in it for the pussy (laughs) i i will say though i do really like this from a character perspective for denji because it really it really does come off and like this is also reinforced by the nature of denji's goal as it's stated by denji himself we'll we'll get into that in a bit it really does like uh reinforce this idea that like denji at his best in part one was he was really embracing like this superhero identity, uh, you know, the the sort of save the day. And it's like he was presented with a sadistic choice and picked the third option because, you know, collateral damage is going to happen anyway. So I'll just minimize that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to save the car or the kid. I'm going to stop more problems like that from happening. And, you know, it like it it ends on the joke with the cat and it's like yes that absolutely was like denji valued the cat more than the people but at the same time there is that aspect of that's the kind of hero that denji is and you know he really is you know a proper superhero in this otherwise crap sack world which you know it, you know he's not exactly superman or anything but it's like it it sort of reinforces the good place that he ended part one at mm-hmm. i i also like how we can see there's been a little bit of like uh, uh character aggression isn't the word i'm looking for like negative character growth might be a better term like mm. the fame has clearly gone to denji's head and yeah. like the uh-huh. the hero he was at the end of part one he's just like well i'm not fighting women who are emotionally abusing me anymore so uh, I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, he's, you can still see the sort of unambiguous heroism that's guiding him at a core level so deep even he doesn't see it. Layered on top of that is the exact same Denji he's always been. Stunted, simple, and direct. I, I just love the like pitch black kind of comedy of Denji 
you know, he goes, he uh, takes the third option. We get the super fucking awesome two page panel of him tearing the cockroach devil's head in half. You know, he's doing a flip. He's got that chainsaw legs going. It's so rad. Oh my God. Denji's back. Yes. Turn the page. Uh, eh, the corpse of the student in the burning car. <laughs> it's just, oh God. <laughs> A very visceral version of the student, too, because it's like his dead, lifeless face and like mm -hmm. a car full of old people burning. And it's just like, yeah, that's Denji. He he didn't care about the collateral damage at all. Yeah, nope. there was uh, all, there was already collateral. Why care about this extra collateral? Yep. I'm not the one who killed those people. <laughs> yep. There's a little kitty hanging from the edge of the roof and he goes over and picks it up and he's like, there's a cat, too, dude. <laughs> and in yet another act of heroism, Chainsaw Man saved a cat from the cockroach devil. We've had a lot of excitement, you know, with uh, mm -hmm. Denji back and everything. And we've got a press tour to do when we come back. So how about we take a nice uh, little break right here. And when we come back, we can go through the greatest two chapters in this entire bit. And then <laughs> every other chapter in this arc. Yep. We'll, we'll dovetail quickly into Kill a Kill before we wrap up. Be right back after this, folks. And welcome back to the show, folks. Where last we left off, the man is back. It's Denji the Chainsaw Man. Having uh Whoa, 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 who's this Denji? You know, yeah, yeah, no, no. We're here to talk about Chainsaw Man, the hero. It is sort of funny that, like, for a moment, uh, before about the halfway point of this chapter. It's almost like, are they going to do a, like a bait and switch where like Chainsaw Man actually isn't Denji? Uh, <laughs> you see like the very heavy back and forth. Uh, uh, there's a, someone in a Chainsaw Man mascot costume with a sign that says secondhand clothing, 30% <laughs> off. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then a blimp that says Chainsaw Man is a man-eating devil. <laughs> Uh, and then it it, it goes to, uh, let's ask the citizens what they think. And it goes back and forth, as you'd expect. We get my favorite panel, which is a guy with his, with a little kid saying, Chainsaw Man, I'm a huge fan. Too gory for kids, though. What about the panel that says, it's American propaganda. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th th this slew of pages is spectacular. Each one is pri each one's prime reaction image. Some of them are also very clearly just reactions to Chainsaw Man, the manga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too popular. It takes me off. Then there's the guy. That chainsaw fellow is stealing Devil Hunter's jobs. <laughs> the uh, boomer man, the boomer in the business suit that said that. Oh God, I died. <laughs> Oh, and then it's American propaganda. I love that guy. <laughs> He's so emphatic. And they're like doing man on the street interviews with all these people. And then they get to Denji, who proceeds to use his 30 seconds to quickly try and answer as many of those questions as possible while still pretending to be anonymous. 
<laughs> and there was one uh, cute girl who's like, hey, Chainsaw Man, if you're watching, give me your number. And at the end of his little rant, he's like, but BTW, just my guess, but Chainsaw Man's number is three, four. Okay, that's it. Too much. We're cutting you off, kid. <laughs> we'll cut that one out. I love that he speaks in internet lingo. He goes BTW, FYI. <laughs> Well, I mean, great. <laughs> he, he is a teenager of this age. Yeah, so. he is a teenager. He might not be able to read and write, but he knows the he knows what's hit with the kids. Well, he's finally beginning to be socialized, so he needs to catch up on on teenager culture. Yeah, I mean, technically, he is the kids. Uh, and there's another glorious panel of the news crew like, all right, let's give a chant for Chainsaw Man from the crowd. Chainsaw Man! Chainsaw Man! And Denji behind the camera striking a heroic pose like, yeah, the people love me. <laughs> He's such a dork. <laughs> it, it's, it's that meme of uh, in the corner like, nobody knows I'm Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is where we get the reveal uh, specifically for for Denji and everyone on this podcast except Matt yeah he's got very distinctive um, earrings I don't know how you didn't recognize him I'm sorry he appeared in the same arc as Kobeni car so uh, there are more exactly. important things to focus Kobeni on Kobeni car <laughs> is the main character so he appeared in the same chapter as Kobeni car he killed <laughs> yeah. the guys running away from the car accident uh but Kobeni car Kobeni's car does not make it to part two <laughs> alas and alack uh but uh to make up for it uh he offers denji uh treats <laughs> ice uh, cream and orange juice and a whole cake let's go to a cafe i'm broke it's my treat and immediately next panel, Denji ordering everything on the menu. <laughs> Hard cut to Denji having accepted because it's Denji. He's always down to for a free meal. So yeah, oh. can you believe that we ended up at the same school? Crazy coincidence, right? Stop stalking me. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really does go to sh like, I love moments like this for Denji because it shows that like the reason he acts like a moron most of the time is because he is so severely stunted. He's not stupid. He knew exactly what was going on the instant this uh, all started. He just doesn't care. He's got higher priorities <laughs> than one weirdo. Like, like the ladies. Yeah, Hirofumi's entire bit with going to this cafe is to, like, play the spy game of, like, oh, yes, it sure would be weird if something, like, he was expecting, for some reason, them both to be playing the game of keeping up appearances. And then Denji's just like, I don't care. And he's just like, well, that makes this negotiation a lot easier. Um, I don't want you turning into Chainsaw Man, but I'll accept you not being publicly Chainsaw Man. That cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay so if if uh you don't agree to this then i'm gonna take all these utensils so you can't have your cake denji cuts the cake with a karate chop and starts eating it with his hands you forget you're negotiating with denji denji <laughs> is a monster <laughs> the look on his face he's eating the cake and he's so smug <laughs> i don't know what he expected he knows denji doesn't he of he's course denji would do this Denji's looking at him like, what are you gonna do? Stop me? No, idiot. 
You're gonna go get that uh, guy who can stop me. Michael McDoesn't exist. Look, okay, I I literally can't negotiate with you. Look, why are you even doing this? You're clearly not an altruistic guy. You really don't seem to have like a moral compass you're following. So this isn't like you wanting to be a hero. Why are you doing this? And then she's just like, oh, why am I like being Chainsaw Man and fighting? I want people to find out I'm Chainsaw Man because then the ladies are gonna love me. He's so perplexed by this. He has no response. He just leans back, rubbing his chin as Denshi shovels cake <laughs> into his face. I... Uh, hey, you shovel that cake, Denji. Mm -hmm. I was unprepared for this entire series of responses i, I you win you, I, he came from <laughs> abject poverty where he had nothing absolutely nothing you think silverware is no gonna stop this boy <laughs> there there is nothing you can take from me oh <laughs> well well uh <laughs> huh. that's kind of all i had I <laughs> well I he he wasn't there for the infamous kiss so uh, he, he doesn't know that Denji will uh, will eat anything. I, I do think that there is something to be said, though, uh, about the fact that, like, it would honestly be really easy for Denji to actually expose his identity. And it, I think it does speak to a more genuine heroism buried under his stunted perspective. There's that, and there's also the fact that he wants to make it an ideal meat cute. <laughs> sort of like defending the better angel, uh, uh, better angels of Denji's nature. There is something to be said also that he thinks it's, he very overtly thinks it's more fun if he's trying not to get exposed, but gets exposed anyway. Like, mm -hmm. like that's more entertaining to Denji, so that's the way that, like, he takes it. Plus, it's not cool if he just comes out and reveals it. It needs to be caught, and he needs to be cool and pretending he's not into it. Since like, yeah. oh, well, you wanted to know my secret identity. I guess I'll tell you. Because he wants to feel wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he's just going like, please, please know I'm Chainsaw Man. That's that's him begging for, for attention. For attention and validation. Done, yeah, he's done for so often. Like, he, he's done with that. Now he's just going to be an ass asshole <laughs> yep you deserve it you saved the world you're you're good <laughs> he's sick of being nice now he wants to go ape wasn't he already going ape shut up <laughs> i really like the start of the next chapter which is you're throwing a temper tantrum because <laughs> chainsaw man was right there and i couldn't get him and he saved us i also really want to point out the previous chapter ends with denji just so happy and just so just digging into some cake and then we cut to your throwing her temper tantrum and she's wearing a, a short cake hoodie yeah. <laughs> yes because they're they're setting up the ship awesome <laughs> Uh, but the other the other fun thing I like about this chapter and why it's called this doesn't come up until the very end of, of the chapter, but I love this chapter title because it is called Spoiler. <laughs> uh, we do we do also uh, get a bit of um, Yoru's backstory of why they, just because the war devil is, is taking on uh, Asa's form doesn't necessarily 
why they hate uh, Chainsaw Man so much. Uh, apparently, uh, the War Devil and Chainsaw Man had fought in the past, and uh, because Chainsaw Man just keeps getting back up, the War Devil lost, and by the time uh, they'd regained consciousness, Chainsaw Man had already eaten a chunk out of their body, reducing the existence of war. Mm -hmm. Or whatever Chainsaw Man eats from a devil, it's erased. So there hasn't been a war since the world war the only one that happened the great war because as revealed by makima's uh monologue last time uh apparently chainsaw man also ate the the nazi devil or something oops no no it's it's um don't you know what happened to the nazis and then kishiba's got the great line what the fuck's a nazi <laughs> <laughs> so good my point exactly War became this fictional thing in movies and video games. There's not been a real one. The actual horrors of war have been forgotten. And that's just making me weaker and weaker because of Chainsaw Man. So that's why I need to kick his ass. Uh, and then there's a, a really uh, poignant moment. Uh, at this rate, everyone will forget me. And uh, Asa, are you afraid of being forgotten? Beat. Beat. And Yoru has dodged the question by going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh man i'm so happy for denji he's finally getting his life together he's out from uh, under the heel of uh people who will uh, uh abuse and oppress it and manipulate him I i'm so glad he's doing all right literally the next panel is him being used as a chair by a girl at school i think he has he's a in. type he's into it <laughs> yeah my boy is charging one yen a minute a five yen <laughs> Five yet a minute to be used as a chair. Which, By ladies. Which he also then acknowledges later, it's not about the money. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like a... No, he's not like, he just is a simp. Because um, he gets paid by uh, Hirofumi to be used as a chair. He's like, you are pretty comfortable. But uh, you could probably charge a hundred yen. And then she's just like, it, it really wasn't about the money. <laughs> Chicks, man, chicks. I'm not going to let a dude sit on me. Here's <laughs> here's like a thousand yen. Crap, that is okay. money. I do like money. <laughs> you know, it, it's at this point I do wonder, whatever happened to the uh, uh, Devil Hunter agency that Denji was a part of? Like, this is the part where I was really starting to consider, like, shouldn't he still be working for them? Well, I, I don't think so, because I, I'm pretty sure the... Public safety committee. Uh, I thought that was built around Makima. Yeah, well, she carved it out for herself, essentially. It was the specific, like, special squad that they had that uh, used human and devil, like, team-ups and the weird human-devil fusions like Denji that Makima had created. And that, that entire division was run by Makima. And I thought the strong implication was she controlled all of the Japanese government. Well, True. yeah, because control devil. Yeah, it, it, it's just, it's one of those ones where I feel like even, even with Maki Magan, I feel like Denji should still be under the purview of the Japanese government, which, like, it's one of those uh, things left, you know, unanswered thus far, I guess. I think, I think until in part two, we get confirmed that the public safety uh division still exists i'm assuming that was just part of makima's plan 
because the weird thing is, uh, Hirafume says he's working for an unnamed other organization. And if he was still mm -hmm. for the public safety division, he'd just tell Denji that because they used to work together. Yeah, but he it's did become so something. He's working else. for he's working for someone else who has motivations for Denji not to become Chainsaw. So oh, something's going on there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's sort of that's sort of what I'm getting at. Because like even with the even with the elements of the the special division of public safety being part of Makima's plan, it still it still does seem strange to me that Denji was just left out in the wind which you know that's that's the mystery that um god i cannot remember his name for the life of me kishibe no no uh pretty the, boy the pretty boy yeah hirafume hirafume oh, uh, yoshida if you want his first name <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh like like uh the whole the whole mystery that uh yoshida is is sort of like pressing to the audience is what has happened in the time since Makima has been taken out of the picture? Because, like, obviously, you know, she had so much uh, control and sway in the special division. But, like, just letting Denji loose doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> just letting that boy go out there and do what he wants. I'm genuinely wondering who's left is the thing. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, the final fight is Kishibe and Denji killing all of Makima's puppets. Like, mm. Mm hmm So who is still there? Maybe that explains why the, why the city has gone to such... <laughs> the control devil is gone. The wheels are off. Oh, there's only private devil hunters now. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh. And, and, like, teen clubs, obviously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are important. Also, um, I love the little bit of world building we get in the middle. Um, by I, I think Hirafume says it, uh, how this is the largest high school in all of Tokyo, and it has so many empty classrooms, devils will sometimes just spawn in them. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's terrifying. Yep. <clears throat> Talk about a crapsack world. That's probably why they have uh, a fire... A fire escape plan for devils, which proves middlingly effective. Oh. Oh, but we get but, um... we we get another all-time Denji line where Hirofumi's trying to negotiate with him, and it's like, look, okay, is there anything I can get for you that will have you uh not reveal yourself as chainsaw man? Yeah, I need a girlfriend. Okay, I can help you get a girlfriend. Uh what's your type? Girls who are desperate for a boyfriend. Hmm. And Huh. Oh. oh right there was that weirdo i met the other day <laughs> she seems desperate for boyfriend <laughs> this scene this scene is so good this is every time you, you have a friend in high school who says they're gonna help you hook up with a girl and just like yeah no i'll be a good wingman and they proceed to just be a terrible wingman they proceed to do nothing but make it the most awkward interaction between three people possible <laughs> just, push just push him together a little closer there you go yay hey she 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 likes planes my father died in a car in a plane crash oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, immediately cut to uh, uh, 
uh, Yoshida, Denji, and Asa having a very awkward rooftop lunch. Uh, you know, this is kind of my secluded antisocial hangout point. Why are you guys here? Ah, cafeteria was too crowded. Anyway, where's Yuko? Uh, absent with an injury. So, heard you got saved by Chainsaw Man. Yep. Denji, an in. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Denji is wearing a t-shirt that says Chainsaw Man. Not an officially licensed one that we see people in the public wearing. He is just written Chainsaw Man on the top of his white t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I love this kid. But uh, the conversation is progressing. Uh, not great, because Asa really didn't like Chainsaw Man. These days, she's pretty neutral. Uh, why did you hate him? Uh, well, <laughs> Don't worry, Denji can take anything you say to him. I, I can. can? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the simple fact is, yes, Denji, you can, but you are right to see that as presumptuous of him to just say that about you. <laughs> oh, he's for learning. A friend. What, what do you think about Chainsaw Man? Asking for a friend. <laughs> and everything she says about why she doesn't like him, Denji responds to as a deeply personal insult. <laughs> Mostly because it is. And yeah. in some cases, it's an accurate reflection of Denji's character flaws. <laughs> Doesn't he eat people? He's a devil. Eat people? No way. And even if he did, it was the one time. <laughs> oh my god, my reaction to that. Because my immediate thought is like, Denji, did you experiment with eating a person? No, he's referring to that. Yep, he's referring to Makima. <laughs> he's referring to that. <laughs> Which is, it's one of those ones where like, that, that has to count. But does that count? But it has to count, doesn't it? <laughs> It reason counts. It was for a good reason. Extenuating circumstances, but yeah, it counts. It has to count, doesn't it? It was a bad lady. Oh I was God. really fancy about it, but no, I still ate a person. <laughs> <laughs> I made like steak and chili and whatnot. It was really good. I'm actually a pretty good cook. It was a whole thing. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Asa gets really frustrated. Yeah, she's just like, oh, what are you, some kind of Chainsaw Man super fan? Jeez, wow. Not even willing to point out the own flaws in your series? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Fine, I'll just say it. I am Chainsaw Man. Yeah, okay, loser. <laughs> <laughs> that frame, loser, just shatters whatever psyche does Oh, I love... Yeah the stupid smile on Denji's face, but you can see the soul leave his eyes through, like, <laughs> yes. panels of him going, like, he doesn't drop the, like, dumb smile, like, yeah, Chainsaw Man, and then the reaction of just, like, oh, no, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> she legitimately thinks you're a loser. You suck. <laughs> that means there's more opportunity for me. I win. <laughs> but hold on. There you go. We got we got Yoru coming in clutch, being like, "Yo, home girl. That guy just said he's Chainsaw Man. Look, War Devil. I know you're an idiot, but like, Chainsaw Man wouldn't just admit they're Chainsaw Man. But then Yoru's like, "But hold 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 up, girl. Hold up. That boy wanted to date you. Oh, shoot. Hmm." You got a point. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's 
This whole segment. This whole segment. Dang crazy guy who thinks he's Chainsaw Man and is obviously insane super fan. Or, I mean, from Asa's point of view. I love it so much. He just said he's Chainsaw Man. Do you really believe the actual Chainsaw Man would just say that? Yes! (laughs) The the irony is so thick you could cut it with a knife. Or a chainsaw. How awesome that gets out of Yoru being like, nope, I'm going to take over with just, hey, you're smart. How about you come up with the plan of how we're going to attract a devil to the school so Chainsaw Man can come, the real Chainsaw Man can come and visit. While you're thinking of that, I'm going to go hang out with my friend. But no, you should be doing the thing. And it's like, nope, well, I gave you a brain teaser. Crap, you're right. And then she's just thinking, yeah, okay, I think I've got her pretty tamed right now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, at, as war itself, Yoru isn't particularly forward-thinking. <laughs> just a being of violence. And a de- and a and one desperately trying to be remembered. So, <laughs> actually thinking, coming up with a plan. Sam, she's not the strategy devil. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ares, not Athena. We're talking about basically. Asa decides to go visit her friend, who's hanging out in her Home Depot shed with the folding lawn chairs. Um, I'm go- mm-hmm. going to assume what she brought was yeah, she brought some soft drinks. Mm-hmm. But yes. counterpoint, they never show the label and they stay in the bag the entire time. <laughs> and they proceed to hang out by just sitting in two folding lawn chairs in front of their trailer. They got some tall boys. They got some tall boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's very King of the Hill. Oh yep. my god. I I yep. love this. Uh th- this is another uh like Fujimoto classic with you know two characters just hanging out, having a time talking about stuff, you know, real life things. You know, uh, we're friends, but if we want to become besties, we need to trade secrets. Two girls sitting in a front yard five feet apart because they're not gay. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a lot of secrets, but I really don't think I can share any of them. Oh, come on, Asa, spill one. Uh, Fine, there was one time when I was a small kid, I peed myself and uh, said it was sweat and the class played along. to be nice oh wow that is a riot i'm laughing so much it's hurting my injured leg anyway here's my secret i killed a man what wow (laughs) yeah my neighbor that's a funny joke (laughs) oh yeah no it's because he was gambling uh even though he was on uh welfare disability that's not a joke the body's in my backyard want to go see a dead body (laughs) hey kids want to see a dead body You're, you're really underplaying how this is paneled out as like it's two panels side by side going down the strip and there's just so much silence culminating in a two-page spread of both of them sitting in their like lawn chairs five feet apart from each other staring off into space not looking at the other and it's just so awkward it's so (laughs) awkward which also even comments she's like ah this is kind of awkward i'm not used to like i don't know how to like navigate these situations so (laughs) i just love the series of panels yuko's expression never changes from like bland neutrality meanwhile asa you can see very slowly turning over what was said in her mind like that can't be real can it? 
Like she clearly takes it as a uh, as a joke at first. Well, Asa doesn't know how friends work, so she mm -hmm. probably is like, "Is this a friend thing?" Oh no, there's actually a body. It's in my backyard. You want to see it? No. <laughs> anyway, since we're friends uh, and we're besties now, I, I, you won't tell a soul that I killed a man, and I won't tell anyone about your secrets, like that time you peed yourself, or how you killed the teacher and class president, or about Yoru. What? How that's too many secrets. Oh yeah, I contracted with the justice devil. I can read minds now. What? <laughs> Nothing can hide from justice. It, it's so <laughs> it, it's so out of nowhere. <laughs> just I contracted with the justice devil. I can read minds now. I'm just saying, even if we're besties, this seems a little uneven because you've just listed three things and I only told you one. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because I don't really understand people. Aren't unauthorized contracts illegal? It's just like, well, I'm not the legality devil. And as long as it's <laughs> in the name of justice, it's fine. Yeah, that's a different department, girl. And then she deadass just looks Asa and thereby the reader in the eye and says, I'm going to get rid of your bullying problem. Don't come to school tomorrow. She literally does. Uh, You're cool. Don't go to school tomorrow, me. Like, oh, y'all know where this is going. I'm just telling you, the TV news told me the gun devil was just made up in order to take away your rights. <laughs> you know what? I said that out loud, and then I realized the gun devil was just made up to take away your rights. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Columbine happen in this universe? The gun devil exists. We First of all, oh, you know, just because... I, I don't think it's 1990. <laughs> I think yeah. we went through this. It's like late 80s because of technology. Oh, what they have smart. They don't have smartphones. They, they have cell phones. They don't have smartphones, though. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone's yeah. on a cell phone. I can't. I can't remember if they have cell phones. <laughs> I think that's no, they, they do. Ha they do have cell phones because there's the girl in the press uh, circuit who's like, hey, Chainsaw Man, uh, give me. me your number. And she's holding up a cell phone, like a flip phone. A flip phone, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. I think the timeline is so screwed up because of the nature of how devils affect reality. It's imp like, like yeah. it's a different, it's a completely different timeline. I, I know there's a quip about America having the most fear of the gun devil or something, but like, I don't think that matters. I, that could also just be America has the most guns, so like that what does that yeah mean? either way there <laughs> is uh, no. probably probably not either way we have an imminent uh incident about to happen and us is walking home like this is my fault isn't it i mean yeah she always said is. as much it always is like seriously just don't go to school tomorrow that's gonna draw a chain uh a devil attack there's gonna draw a chainsaw man anyway <laughs> the uh the thing you told me the uh the plan you uh gave to me it looks like it's happening you should be happy about this <laughs> my favorite part is that yoru didn't even come up with the plan uh, <laughs> it just happened she just lucked into it yoru's just like she's gonna do something stupid tomorrow and then we get to turn her into a weapon wait, mm -hmm. wait what yeah no i'm <laughs> i'm taking control here and then kicks asa out so that asa's hallucination is just like Oh, this is bad. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, mm -hmm. You're not going to talk her out of anything. 
She is going to go to school, kill your bullies. We're going to go to school, kill her. And all that devil activity will draw out Chainsaw Man. And since we'll have killed Yuko, we'll have a really powerful weapon to beat his ass with. It's going to be great. Oh, Everything's coming up, War Devil. So we get the scene in the night of Yuka burning something in her backyard. Something suspiciously human-sized. I don't know if that's the body or if that's a further sacrifice she's making for tomorrow to go okay. Because she definitely has more than just the ability to read minds the next day. And I'm wondering if she went out and killed more people. But like, parque no las dos. Like, it's roughly human-sized. So her sacrificing more people to the justice devil for greater power and her looking down at the body lit from below by the flames real you know like the devil presiding over hell just like asa i'll save you i'll kill all the bad guys just like chainsaw man cut to a flock of crows flying over the city yeah because she'd already mentioned earlier that she was a big chainsaw man fan and then she announces that she's going off to school. Like, she's got family there that she would say that to? That's her neighbor. She she hobbles into school, too, on her crutches. And, like, she gets to school late because <laughs> everyone's in class, like, taking notes. And Yoru is just waiting there with her katana in the hallway. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess this is what school security is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she didn't have that for the Devil Hunter Club thing, but like, yeah, it's that's doesn't make it much better, does it? Oh, nice to finally meet you, Yoru. Oh, okay, I see what's going on. Anyway, look, just let me kill all the bullies, and then we can fight. Uh, that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool panel of them talking in the hallway, but seen from outside and their speech bubbles are within the hallway so it kind yeah. of has the effect of being muffled i just really mm-hmm. enjoyed that it was nice paneling oh yeah that was super cool but it makes me wonder why was that like that is someone watching yeah because that's clearly a pov shot of someone who is outside outside those windows looking in And I think it's either the Justice Devil, who we actually haven't seen yet, but is somewhere in the school, or it's the other devil that shows up later, who might be the Justice Devil. But considering they refer to Asa, probably actually the War Devil, as Little Sister, it might be another one of the horsemen of the apocalypse? It could be. I also Hmm. think it might just be cool. Like, it just might be manga panels trying to mimic, like, action movie camera work. Because we got the dynamic swoop around the two combatants. And then what this page is, is, like, from outside, zooming in for a close-up on her head. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. like one of those long pullbacks. Like, And honestly, with Fujimoto, it could be either. It could be both. It could be both, yeah. (laughs) Oh, but anyway, uh, the inevitable happens and she reveals her her fiend form, which is justice related somehow, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) No, I really like this uh, devil design because she's this like weird octopus creature. Uh, She loses her eyes. Her like brain is exposed and she's got all these like leg tentacles and... Uh, I really like this design because as we see later in her fighting style, she just kind of flails about with her legs 
And per our discussion earlier, where the fear of justice in this case is justice being turned against you or justice being indiscriminate, the lashing legs cause so much collateral damage. And that her arms become long and knobbly, like the long arm of the law. She's literally blind as justice is meant to be. Mm -hmm. She's literally blind as justice is meant to be, but she's also flailing... And mm -hmm. uh, rather than being impartial, she's just indiscriminate. Exactly. I love this devil design so much. It's so cool. Hmm. Uh, but we do. Anyway, get... they start fighting. <laughs> they do start fighting. <laughs> like they're they're conversing, sort of a tacit attempt at avoiding the fight. That neither both of them really want the fight because it ends with uh, uh, Yuko saying. Uh, I like Asa. I hate you. And that's what uh, leads into the transformation. And the fight happens immediately after that. It's kind of a fight, but not really, because Yuka's way too powerful to be phased by most of the things Yoru is capable of doing. Yoru's kind of... All she has on her person is a bunch of pencils, so she's throwing those as, like, pencil tridents, and they're not doing much. So... Basically, what's happening is she's being deflected by Yuka as she's just going through the crowd of people who are now getting evacuated by, like, the fire drill. And this is not a drill. Which one of you put the raw chicken cutlets? Oh, right, I can read minds. It was you! And then gets a trident thrown at her, redirects the trident, grabs it, throws it straight through one of the girls who dumped chicken cutlets in the thing. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> uh at which point, uh, the Devil Hunter uh, school club uh, arrives. They're the professionals. <laughs> Don't worry, classmates. We will stall for time until the officials can get there. <laughs> they almost die within two panels. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they last the two pages. They last for two pages. Only because Yuko's like, oh, I don't want to kill innocents. Oh, wait a minute. You're ganging up on me like four on one. You're bullies. I'm killing you now. Which point she does. Like her attention falls back on Yoru. Is just like, look, I'm just going to tell you this right now. In a one-on-one -on -one fight, I am literally unbeatable. I have perfect knowledge of what you're thinking. I can do any plan you can do. Literally, there's nothing you could do. And Yoru's just like, well, then. I have the only plan I can do. It's Asa's responsibility. <laughs> You're welcome. The leave it to Asa plan won't work before Yoru's even done that. <laughs> because I, I love this. Her, her plan, like her mind reading still works. <laughs> like she's like, I know exactly what that plan is. Giving it a code name doesn't stop me from understanding it. My power is that good. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh asa is given control of the body back again it's like you've killed a bunch of people not that many like three or four the gun devil killed a million people and, I, and i've only killed the bad ones okay sure <laughs> yeah and uh, asa's not having any of it mm -hmm. just uh just you know further driving home the point of uh the real fear of the justice devil isn't the concept of justice itself but it's the fact that justice is the perfect excuse for anyone in pain to cause more pain. Push you down. We killed people. That's bad. And then right there, Asa starts to get serious. Yoru, tell me how to make weapons. 
Uh, touch something that belongs to you and call its name. And then we get to the uh, kill a kill Don't section of the reading. <laughs> of the reading. <laughs> but yeah, she does have her she does have her magical girl moment. <laughs> My favorite part is that when she turns her uniform into a sword and uh uh it <laughs> it kind of looks like the Buster sword from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Gosh <it> does. <laughs> The explanation for this bit is that uh, it was the last thing that her mother had given her before she died, so it is something that was uh, earnestly valuable to her. Mm -hmm. And thus more powerful than you should ever imagined. It's very sentimental. Yep, because just touching the blade in order to batter it out of Asa's hands is enough to segment Yoru like a thousand times over. Uh, but before What's we get to that, um, before we get to that bit, there is the uh, important element of uh, Yoru mention. Truth be told, I didn't really do this for you. Which again, it's it's one of those classic Chainsaw Man moments where it's like almost surely to some extent it was legitimately for Asa's sake because she actually did care about Asa. But there is also this like rather prominent overtone of uh, <laughs> she's a Chainsaw Man fangirl. She wants to be like her hero. But can it be both? You know? Yeah, that's that's the thing. I, I tend to read a lot of these characters in the context of uh, the more noble aspirations are a like undercurrent, a legitimate undercurrent. Unfortunately, Yuka then has a scene later where she explicitly says, no, no, there is no noble undercurrent. I'm actually kind of sad about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just going to admit to being a <laughs> person. Well, that's a good first step, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that, I, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but um, Yoru had said Impossible. earlier that, <laughs> One thing uh, you said earlier was the more guilt you feel about destroying something to turn it into a weapon, the stronger it becomes. But she that makes sense. Just... Also, with, that might also that also makes sense for the uniform because I was thinking like it because it was so sentimental, but also mm. that could be transitioned into guilt because she destroyed her uniform that her yeah. mom bought for her. Yeah, I was thinking it was like sentimentality, and Yor just didn't understand strong feelings of attachment outside of guilt because you know war yeah mm. but i mean it could be both in a sense they're both i could see both both playing into that again the chainsaw man classic it could be that thing or it could be this thing it's probably both <laughs> is, is it a metaphor probably <laughs> <laughs> and yours like holy shit that worked good job kid it's like yeah but like i didn't mean to I didn't mean to turn her into sushi. Oh, wait, her head's still alive. There's got to be a way I can save her, right? Quick, there has to be a way to... You, know, you want to save her? Uh, yes, random girl, I do want to save her. I can do that for you. Do you want me to? Sure. All right. Anything for my little sister. <laughs> and she's got the fucked up devil man eyes. Yeah. It's strategy devil. <laughs> well, no, she's probably one of the four horsemen. She's uh -huh. yeah, yeah probably. She's probably justice. It could be justice. It it's it's most likely either justice or one of the other four horsemen. The little sister implies one of the four horsemen. Yes, but not pestilence. Oh, but she's wearing earrings that kind of look like scales. Yeah, justice makes more sense from the context of the scene, but the little sister comment makes more sense from the 
uh, for it to be a horseman. I don't think we have enough information to say. Are you saying that. sister of justice or are you saying? No, no. Uh, she's calling. Well, technically at that moment, she's calling us a little sister, not. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, I take it back. I think I think she's a, I think she's a horseman. Hmm. So she's not speaking to Asa. I yeah. Well, there there's also there's also the context of all the times that Makima talked past Denji to Puchetta. Right. Because they they don't see them as people. That's the they, yeah. Devils just talk to They only see the devil possessing them. So like in all honesty, Again, I think the 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 context of that one particular line heavily implies horsemen. The context of the rest of the scene implies justice. So it, I think it's too hard to say who it is yet because it could be either. And then there's the question of is it plague, famine, or death? <laughs> Given that healing, you uh, go turns her into a humongous kaiju. It actually doesn't. Huh. Doesn't, it doesn't answer that question. Doesn't answer the question. That doesn't help at all. <laughs> Which is why justice would make sense, but it, I don't know. Are you saying that it's? I, I'm trying to understand if Justice Devil is currently incapacitated. Is currently well, the Justice Devil could still make multiple contracts, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Justice, the Justice Devil is physically at the school. We just don't know where. That's why I was confused because you keep on throwing justice and they're talking about like a sibling relationship and I'm like justice is can be in multiple places yes but is still one entity so I'm trying to think of who would be a sibling mm-hmm. quote unquote to justice and that's why I'm confused. But either way, the important point being, uh, Yuko is restored and made gigantic and decides that hey, uh, school bullying can't happen if there's no school. That is true. I'll just destroy all the schools in Japan and ow! Girl, stop thinking. Thinking is not your strong point and then just stop. Mm-hmm. Speaking of someone for whom thinking is not their strong point. <laughs> <laughs> who should appear at the devil attack? But the chainsaw man! What, what chainsaw man? No, it's just me. Normal everyday Denji. But this is a pretty weird situation. I guess there is no choice but me to reveal my secret identity <laughs> no notably only as soon as a girl is in danger <laughs> simp he's a simp but he ate a wimp yep denji revs up <laughs> the girl who was in danger goes chainsaw man Ta-da! <laughs> uh yuko fangirls not wanting to fight her hero but uh chainsaw man does not give a shit and goes and uh goes on the attack uh right i can just read his mind wait a minute he's literally only thinking about how he can turn this into a meat cute he's just he's acting without thinking for the fight yes he's dungy hello (laughs) i can't use my mind reading powers to win the fight if i can't read what he's doing from his mind uh it's like how it's like how dungy uh defeated Santa Claus with the power of pure idiocy. (laughs) Darkness can't defeat me if I become a being of light. Sets self on fire. (laughs) But the second she sees the second she's Chainsaw Man, Yoru takes over the unconscious Asa's body and is like, well, okay, I'm fighting him. (laughs) Chainsaw Man. Yeah? Face me. Do you remember who I am? Oh, sorry. I'm just looking at the tits of that girl who's in her underwear. Uh, who are you? What was that? 
oh right that girl i saved hey uh i'm chainsaw man <laughs> don't eat me please in terror oh come on i keep saying i don't eat people and is literally about to get murdered by Yoru from behind. He is not paying attention. He could legitimately die right here. <laughs> but uh, y- Yoshida, <laughs> savior of the day. Uh, but the power of flipping off the audience. I think he's supposed it's to. It's one of the hand gestures like, uh, like, um, like Cone, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the it's same. Just, it's he's just... summoned, he summons parts of the octopus devil. Yeah, it, it, it's just not Mahi's type of contract. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just find the paneling amusing. Mm-hmm. It does look mm-hmm. like, a, like he's uh, flipping the bird. <laughs> but Denji is pulled away by a tentacle. I told you I'd stop you by force if you need be. But it was such a natural reveal. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, Yoru is he saying I'm not even worth his time? Show yourself, Chainsaw Man. So surprisingly, only four kids died in that. <laughs> I thought way more would have, considering the considering the uh, the counterattack against the junior devil hunters. Yeah, nope. All, I, three of them and the one girl who got speared by a pencil. Literally, no one died off screen. I guess the uh, medical care of of this world is uh, has got to be pretty good. Yeah, I buy that. <laughs> they get plenty of practice. We know devil flesh regenerates, so they probably have some sort of like really advanced uh, grafting departments in order to replace destroyed body parts. I was going to say, I wonder if you've got doctors who have made contracts with devils to like do ridiculous healing. The medical oh. malpractice devil. Oh, it could be <laughs> like the, it could be like the body horror devil, which gives them the ability to like generate body parts or something. The Cronenberg devil. I can just yeah. <laughs> Oh, but uh it turns out um Asa's been having nightmares. Nightmares of she's running through an alleyway and there's dead chickens littering the ground. She tries not to step on them, but they continue to coat the ground more and more until she's just about to hit the darkness at the end of the alley, and then she wakes up. Don't open the door, Asa. Get a glass of water. Just to get a glass of water and there's a knock at the door. And every time in Chainsaw Man, a good thing has happened when you've opened a door. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's Yuko, uh, who's like, don't open the door. I got away, but I'm, I've been turned into a devil. I might eat you. Open store. I don't care. I mean, I mean, Asa is uh, living up to what she uh, was saying in her dying moment. <laughs> She's living more selfishly. There was a there was a smarter, better thing to do that would have been uh, better for the people that Asa is responsible to, but she's doing what she wants. Mm-hmm. And we've got Yuka there wearing a hoodie. She's still totally like devilified, out. and she basically just tells Asa, "Hey, um, you, I, I kind of had a breakthrough earlier. Um, I just I told you I was gonna like save you." And I realized that wasn't me being your friend. That was me idolizing Chainsaw Man, wanting to be a hero. Maybe even, like, not so much idolizing him as desiring that love from people. And I'm realizing all the things I thought I was doing that were good for you were inherently selfish. And I'm probably not a great person. Wow. 
Thank you for sharing. And as she's saying all of this, one of her weird tentacle legs is go is subconsciously going to start choking Asa to devour her. Metaphors. <laughs> the, the heavy hand of symbolism. Again, the, the, the sort of like there's the more like empathetic read for the characters element to that. That's it's a very common undercurrent in Fujimoto's writing. Uh, Asa's response is uh, to notice that Yuko is barefoot. So take my shoes, you know, and I, I think that this is why it's fair to say that like she's like she's really beating up on herself because she's realizing you know, the inherent selfishness that was the la- that was the thick layer over the top. But she feels bad about it because, you know, her intentions weren't as pure as she intended. You know, I I feel like that feeling of guilt proves that there is like there there was pure intentions there. It's just it doesn't matter when it gets so swallowed by the ugliness. Mm-hmm. And also she's having the other problem where the mind reading she was given seems to be a little unconscious so people's thoughts are flooding her head and she's now getting to the point she doesn't know which were hers and she's like i'm apologizing to you but i'm not even sure that's my idea Hmm. i don't think that's actually genuinely me apologizing or it might be but it's like killing her neighbor like all those things were just ideas that popped in her head but like were those hers were those someone else's were those the justice she doesn't know but look, anyway, just take my shoes. I don't need them. Well, if you don't need them, then sell them. And if you can't sell them, throw them away. <laughs> Throwing my own line back at me. I can't believe you said something that embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing together, laughing at how funny it is, despite how incredibly awful it is. All of the people that died, the actual murders that Asa committed, you're committed using her body, whatever. But uh, Yuko takes the shoes and says, I'll return your shoes one day and goes to uh, goes to leave and go about her life. She has a she has a relative who's a devil hunter that might be able to do something about the situation, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then it does the Fujimoto thing. (laughs) She gets resed. She she's jumping across the rooftops to freedom. And we then get a lovely panel of, like, daybreaking and the four main characters all asleep. And then you're like, wait, no, is Yuka one of the people sleeping? And then you flip the page. Her head has been decapitated. Mm-hmm. And her body is being eaten by Chainsaw Man. Or something with Chainsaw Man's shadow. Because Denji's asleep. He's asleep with, uh, I, I think there, there's something rather poignant about the fact that there are a bunch of dogs around him. Uh, yep, Makima's dogs. <laughs> they make a point of, like, the arm is, is split and bleeding where the chainsaw arm blade would come out from, and it's very obviously, like, the, the chainsaw man, like, teeth and, and head chainsaw, but, like, it's in shadow. Oh, man, if it's some kind of jagged katana devil <laughs> <laughs> it's the sawfish devil <laughs> no 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 guys guys here's my, here's my read here's my read it's the chainsaw man devil oh no what yo literally a devil born of the fear of chainsaw man whoa how far do we go <laughs> <laughs> I, that's my read I, there's the devil devil 
<laughs> Editing Sam in the future, put the Inception Bois here. <laughs> yeah, the devil devil. We're not gonna get a we're not gonna get a copyright strike strike for the kill a kill theme song. We're gonna get a copyright strike for the Inception <laughs> Bois. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good bit. <laughs> that brings us to the end of uh, the first arc of part two of Chainsaw Man, everybody. So, uh, as we like to do with Shonen's around here, uh, how about we go around and everyone can uh, favorite character, favorite fight. I think there's only like, like two fights, but sure, why not? Um, let's uh, you know, let's start uh, at the end of the roster we normally do. Uh, Jay, who is your favorite character? If you want favorite fight, sure. So as we all know, my favorite character, my dream boy, Denji. Because yes, favorite fight. Since there were really only two, I would have to say mm, Asa's encounter with first encounter with the Justice Devil. I think that was mm. my favorite fight just because it kind of really was a smooth introduction to the world that is Chainsaw Man of just watching how beautifully eviscerated she was. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, yeah. If you somehow picked up Chainsaw Man at part two without any of the part one reading, it is a great intro. <laughs> this is everything you can expect from this series. Everything we've read in like this reading we did, realistically, you didn't need to read part one for. Mm -hmm. You gain some extra benefit, but fresh read, this is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But I just, first of all, the added drama of, you know... Our homeroom teacher was really in love with you, even though he was screwing me on the side. And yeah, you were the one hurdle of us having a relationship. Meanwhile, you're just morphing yeah. into this huge, like, beast and slicing faces. As, as someone who heard that audible gasp as she was reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? From the reveal that he was he was in love with the homeroom teacher wanted to have sex with her but it was already having sex with the other student by the way that was the only part i was gasping about not like the actual transformation or the death it yes, was I'm just aware. that, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> drama bomb <laughs> oh okay uh sam favorite character favorite fight oh war devil is my favorite character she is great the War Devil creates so many fantastic opportunities for both comedy and interesting character introspection by uh, the way that she bounces off of Asa uh, and the interesting dynamic of, you know, being basically just it, it being like the young Ian shadow, literally just uh, Asa, but more violent, more blunt and straightforward whispering in her ear constantly it is uh war devil is fantastic and uh for favorite fight it's got to be uh denji versus the cockroach devil because what a way to reintroduce my boy <laughs> <laughs> i can dig it absolutely absolutely peak and i still think that uh cockroach devil going to like deliver the super blow uh on Chainsaw Man that blasts a skyscraper in half. It it looks like it's out of One Punch Man. <sighs> okay, uh, Jacob, favorite character, favorite fight? Man, it's really a toss-up. And in all honesty, for the same reasons, 
it's a toss-up between Asa and Denji, uh, because they're both they're both characters that I feel represent that sort of like nugget of empathy in this uncompromising look at, you know, context doesn't matter, intent doesn't matter, results don't even really matter, you know. That sort of that sort of nihilism, but like trying to twist it into po- into positive nihilism sort of uh thing that Fujimoto does with pretty much most of his work. I feel like Denji, I like the way that his character evolved as of part one, because in a lot of ways, he's in a really freaking healthy place relative to where he had been. He has also, you know, regressed in some ways, as Matt mentioned. I think I think it's fair to say that he's he's regressed, you know, a, a, as harsh as that might he's sound. He's taken up self-care. He's taken up self-care hmm. is the thing. Like, he's not. Yeah. He practices self-care by becoming worse. <laughs> in a lot of ways carried on the back of the context of how low he got near the end of part one i'd say that denji is my favorite character but asa is actually funnily enough i think asa and denji are in some ways young yin shadows of each other the same way that uh uh yoru and asa are are shadows of one another as well uh so denji by a narrow margin um as for favorite fight, I don't know. I, 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 none of the fights were like super thrilling. It was, it was very much the character dynamics that carried this section, as I think it should for you know a reopener, as it were. I'll say uh, I liked the uh, the fight in the school. I thought that that had some uh, pretty good choreography. Uh, it's not really the the main focus of Chainsaw Man, but I liked some of the the paneling of uh, particularly Yoru. Um, like, you know, trying to evade and getting a few hits in before getting overwhelmed. I did like the camera work in the school fight. It was very yeah. interesting mm-hmm. and kind of experimental at points. And if I find out later, it was because someone was watching with binoculars on the side, and I'm going to be angry. <laughs> <laughs> someone being creepy. Oh, but, uh, uh Matt here. Me. Oh, it was Jay. <laughs> but, but, um, Matt here. Uh, Favorite character, favorite fight. Uh, oh, geez. I, I gotta go with Asa. Uh, Denji's my boy, but, like, I I love a character who just realizes they're a nerd and that everything's going wrong and then has a sudden self-realization. Maybe I should actually do something about it and maybe I'm responsible for some of the, like, misfortune that's befallen me. And... Mm-hmm. She kind of goes into the category of beating herself up about it a bit too much, but, like, she at least gets the self-realization of, I'm not gonna just keep pretending like I am at a pit of misery that is, like, not my own making, and what am I gonna do about it now? And I I really dig her, because she's like, well, I'm stuck with this demon who's controlling my head. Oh, wait, no, she's easily distracted. I can probably work with this. Asa's at that point where she's at self-realization, but not quite self-improvement. Mm-hmm. It's that really sweet middle ground. Which is just rife for character stuff. And uh, as for favorite fight, I, got, I gotta go with the Asa versus um, uh, the class president incarnation of the Justice Devil, just because 50 pages condensed into like such an amazing fight with just stupid mechanics. I love it. Like, 
turning her <laughs> mm -hmm. teacher's still living head and spinal cord into a sword, and then ending the fight by making the head kiss the devil. Yes. Gorgeous. And then blowing it all up. With a literal hand grenade. Oh, hand. Oh, and the fact it ends with Yoru sitting down on the, like, mountain on the throne of entrails going like, I'm going to make I'm going to make Chainsaw Man vomit up nuclear weapons. And I'm like, oh, my God. What a oh. statement. Yeah. What what a power move. You know, it, it sets the scene. It's like, hey, by the way, we're having a new main character for part two. Deal with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I walked away from that first chapter 100% like Fujimoto. You know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um. So this is the first part of part two at the end. And uh, does uh, anyone have any thoughts about uh, the new direction of the plot, the different kind of point of view we've got going, and uh, any theories about what might be going on? Uh, as always with Chainsaw Man, I abstain from these because <laughs> I read ahead. You're a little bit ahead of us. <laughs> well, I've already given my hot take that we have the Chainsaw Man devil. And uh, I've That's explained genius. why. <laughs> That's genius, and I hope you're right. <laughs> Thank you. And I have explained that Asa and Yoru are my absolute uh, favorites. I adore them so much. I'm glad they are the new, like, POV pro tag uh, character set. Yeah, as for me, uh, predictions on the plot, not really much forming in the noggin yet. But boy, uh, I gotta say... I think it was a really smart decision to pivot the way that it has uh, with the new uh, main characters, almost entirely because in a lot of ways, uh, Asa is very, very, very much like Denji, but like without a lot of like the wooby stuff, like like she she grew up in a place where she had her needs provided for. She, did, she had a more normal upbringing, but she has a lot of the same, like, character elements and character conflicts uh, that Denji had, just from a, from a uh, different uh, perspective. And the way that they relate to each other, and, like, having Denji, who has had so much character growth, he's changed so much from the first chapter. He is almost a completely different person, and yet still recognizably Denji... Um, and having him as a supporting character to exist in contrast with Asa, the new protagonist, is a really good decision because it it lets you continue exploring the ideas and themes that are already core to the Chainsaw Man story in a new and fresh light that will allow the story to continue in a natural way. I that's I I love it when stories do this sort of thing where you have denji's full and complete story and then a new story comes along you don't need the previous story but if you have it you have extra context which you know takes something really cool and makes it even better and you know like stories that work onto them like parts that work onto themselves um you know and keep that core identity so i i i love the way that uh we've transitioned into a new protagonist uh, Jay, any thoughts? 
say I thought about it too much other than I feel that inevitably there will be some romantic tension that will happen because Denji is a sucker. And I feel that while we do have a new main character, she's going to, I don't know. I'm I am trying to stay tuned and keep my mind open. Yeah, so I predict that our new main character Asa is kind of going to grow into her own type of hero, if not kind of divulge into some character that's going to be similarly focal point of the universe as Chainsaw Devil has become. I feel like there's going to be a rise to prominence, and there's going to be some kind of like convergence of power dynamic. If that makes sense. Okay. There, there is also the incredibly subtle metaphor of Denji eating cake, hard cut to Asa in a cake hoodie. Yes, there's going to be. There's going to be romantic tension, and I'm here for it. <laughs> he deserves. He deserves the world. He deserves to have a girlfriend <laughs> finally. Believe it or not, I don't think it's a spoiler to say Chainsaw Man might do weird, weird romantic tension. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully he doesn't, well, hopefully he doesn't eat, uh, this, uh, new one in the same way as the last one. There are other, well, there are other ways. He doesn't view this girl as his sister, so. Yes. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. Well, anyway. Uh, uh, as always, it's probably a foregone conclusion, but we'll, uh, we'll go around, um. Uh, Jay, would you continue reading Chainsaw Man? I already have. I am getting caught up. Because okay. only a few chapters left. So, as well. Yeah, well, you know, we are very... Currently, I believe there are only like eight chapters beyond where we stopped. So, not a bad time. Uh, Jacob, would you continue reading Chainsaw Man? Oh, yeah. I, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Uh yeah, it's it's been on the list basically since our part two, and uh, hopefully I'll get back around to more than reading more than one chapter by the next time we do this. We'll see. And uh, Sam, would you continue reading Chainsaw Man? Oh, sorry, what was that? I, I started chapter 112 already. <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, and uh, obviously I'm up to date with it currently, so uh, that's true no matter when you listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh fantastic yep uh as always we are the over manga cast if you enjoyed this episode and like to hear some more uh we've got an amazing backlog of uh, 80 something episodes at this point that you can listen to on your podcatcher of choice uh or you can go to overmangacast.com where we have all the episodes up there uh and we also have a lovely little form at the bottom if you want to leave a comment and send them directly to us uh we also take recommendations and reviews wherever you want, but we also can receive them at overmongacast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube if that uh, if you prefer that. The episodes are on a two-week delay there, uh, but hopefully you'll stop by and like, comment, and subscribe. And of course, we are on all of your social medias. We are at overmongacast. And uh, make sure to uh, tune in next week where uh, we're not quite done with uh, killing the hell out of some demons yet. <laughs> Because we are going back into Demon Slayer, chapter 100 through 127. Ooh, the Swordsmith Village arc. I, I'm excited about this because, uh, as is well established, I love swords. Finding <laughs> out more about 
Finding out more about weird magic sun metal swords is going to be pretty great. Hopefully that's happening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do not. So uh, if you want to find out with us, read those chapters, and we'll see you next Thursday. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.